Welcome to episode 42 of the Resale Brothers Podcast. I'm Colton. I'm willing to wiss. We almost had a, a crisis here. Nothing would turn on. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I just touched a couple cables and it all worked. Yeah, so Colton, it might be the energy crisis hitting uh-huh. us soon. Yep. Hitting us early. Text falling apart, y'all. Yeah, it's, it's already 100 degrees every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not we, ready for it. We went from freezing crazy ice storms to nothing but rain <laughs> for like a month and a half. Uh-huh. And now it's just hot. It's Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Texas, all you. Yeah new texans <laughs> well what'd you do this weekend uh it was pretty hectic mm-hmm. as usual um as far as the sourcing went it was maybe one goodwill during the week mm-hmm. and then uh i actually met up with you right. i got off right. work uh saturday morning and i had told colton i was like hey there's a a street between lexington and taylor it's got multiple garage sales on it oh, okay and I got off work and I had to get home by 10, which I get off at 7.30, so it's already an hour drive, and I had to stop and pick something up, which mm-hmm. is in my fines. Yep. I picked that up in Cedar Park, and then I drove to that little street. is out in the country, and I pull up to the first garage sale, and I see Colton and Mom there. I was like, yes, <laughs> but mainly because I didn't have any cash. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> I had $8 on them, <laughs> but uh, there ended up being like four or five garage sales on that street, mm-hmm. and... uh it was okay. Yeah. You know, it wasn't amazing. It, it was strange because, uh, so there's an app. for. I'm sure we've talked about it on here before, but for anybody that doesn't know, it's called Yard Sale Treasure Map. Mm-hmm. And it used to be you could post your garage sales on there, but it also aggregated Craigslist posts. And Facebook. And Facebook posts. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, Craigslist has terminated their agreement with them, so the Craigslist stuff doesn't show up. Yeah. So I kind of stopped checking it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had checked Craigslist Thursday night, and nothing was on there around here. But apparently, they posted it either later that night or earlier the next morning. Or they posted it on Facebook. No, I found it on Craigslist. Oh, did you? Yeah. Okay, so yeah. maybe they just posted it later. Right. But then I'm also thinking, how did it get on Yard Sale Treasure Map? I don't know. It was on there, though. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I missed out on the first day because it said they were open Friday and Saturday. Yeah. I don't imagine you missed out on much because I don't know if they were all open on I Friday. know the last one we stopped at, she said she was only open the day we were there. Oh, yeah. The one on the back on the other mm-hmm. side of the road. Yeah. yeah. So we may not have missed much. And it, the way they looked, the sales, we, I'm pretty sure we didn't miss anything. Yeah. But we found a couple little things out there. Mm-hmm. Um other than that, this weekend though, I did a, uh, I moved a house. Not like actually picked up a house, and right, moved it, right. but we moved a lady in Elgin from a house to another house. Uh-huh. Me and Barry did it, and uh, you know who it was? Who? The lady we did the clean out in Elgin. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, what's her dang name? Um, Is it Lori? Carol? There's not, no, it's not Lori. It's uh, I think it's Carol or something like that. I can't think of it now. But uh, I don't know. that house, remember she was having the garage sale in town mm-hmm. the same day we were doing the clean out at yeah. her place in the country. It was that house. Okay. And she bought a new one in town. So Barry asked me, he's like, hey, can I borrow your trailer? And I was like, what for? He's like, oh, I got to move a refrigerator. And I was like, it may fit. It may not. It right. end, actually ended up not in, didn't fit in there. The box but, trailer? Yeah, the box okay. trailer. And uh, he came to my house the day before and I was like, what do you, what's this deal with this refrigerator? And he's like, oh, I'm doing a move tomorrow. And uh, he's like, I was going to see if I could just borrow the trailer. Yeah. And uh, he's like, you want to do it with me? <laughs> I, <was> like, <laughs> I guess, man. So we ended up moving her again. Uh, but it made it was good pay. 
Okay. So we we hundred dollars an hour. There you go. We knocked it out in five hours. Can't so. beat that. But we were we were killing it. We mm-hmm. had my van and my trailer and his truck, so we had lots of room. That's the best way to do it. it out. Dang. Well, Friday I did my normal mm-hmm. route, and it's actually the first time in a while I've done the whole the whole normal route because mm-hmm. I had been skipping Smithville and Bastrop to go to other places the past couple of weeks, right? Uh, and it paid off. Okay. Uh, Smithville. At first was not great, but we'll get into the fines later and mm-hmm. see what was great about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bass Drop was was pretty good too. Lagrange was good as always. Lagrange was a little empty. Uh, I didn't get a ton of stuff there and nothing super valuable. But it's summertime. It's summertime. It's yeah, people are having garage sales left and right. Yeah. So I mean that's probably I would say more important because Lagrange is always so good, but. Mm-hmm. The garage sales can be amazing. Yeah. Just you never know. Uh-huh. Hit the right one. I will say it was a wild in LaGrange though, because this was they they're done with the mask ordinance for uh vaccinated. If you're people. vaccinated. Are right. they checking cards or how no, they no, no. So I could just, just say I'm vaccinated? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh and I don't know if it was because of that or if this was the first week that everybody was out of school around there. There were a lot of kids in there. Really? It was madness. I've never seen it with a lot of kids. I guess because pretty much since we've been going there, it's been COVID. Right. And, and they, they weren't allowing them at all. Right. And uh, I mean, no offense if you got kids. Wesley has kids, but <laughs> I wish it was like COVID times. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure because that store gets packed. And I imagine like sometimes you're walking down the aisles and people are in the way. I imagine mm-hmm. if there's kids everywhere, oh, yeah. it's going to be rough. It was not fun. <laughs> and like they're really, really strict about making you like watch your kids, making sure kids aren't running around. But there were just so many they couldn't yeah, keep track of everybody. Yeah, you can't do that with everybody. But made yeah, it through. It's still, I'm still sure it's still good. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm I'll looking go back forward every week because I haven't been there. And, I don't know. Five, six weeks, it seems like. Was it was the last time our sourcing trip? No, nah, I've been there since then. Okay. But it's still been a while. Uh, but n- not this coming weekend, but the next weekend, I'm off Thursday, Friday. So that means I can go. All right. So I'm definitely going to make that plans. in my plans. Definitely going. Um, oh, you know what else happened this weekend? We didn't get to attend. But uh, I have that on my notes do you? too. Okay. Yeah. Well, Ventique had their their market days, and I kind of we knew kind of going into the antique booth business that um, the weekends would be better, right? And we also knew that there's more people there when they have market days. Mm-hmm. And man, we did amazing <laughs> yeah. on Saturday. We so how long had we about a week and a half we'd been yeah. in there before market days? Rough. Close to two weeks now, but yeah. And uh, I mean, we made in that one day about triple what we've made in the week and a half leading up to it. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. I looked at, because they have an app and you can check it each night of what's sold. And that's actually what it's called, what's sold.com. <laughs> but uh, you get in there and you can see your sales for the day. And normally it's, you know, a couple sales. And I'm like, all right, we're doing okay. Yeah. And man, I looked at it that evening. I was like, yes, <laughs> we killed it. I even text Michael and Luis. I was like, great job, guys. Yeah. Thank y'all. We yeah. did amazing. So lots of furniture sold too. So we, we got to figure out a day to go back and put some more stuff in. Yeah. And I know, I can't imagine what our booth looks like right now because a lot of the furniture, we had a lot of small sitting on it. Mm-hmm. And now the furniture is gone. And I'm like, we got to get up there and put some <laughs> some more stuff in the booth because I checked yesterday and we didn't have a sale yesterday. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I bet because our booth looks horrible. You probably. Know, so. Probably. It's just a bunch of junk sitting on the floor right now. Yeah. So we got to get back up there. Hopefully uh, tomorrow we can make it up there. Yeah. 
if not i'm back at work again mm-hmm. so if not i'll make it up there thursday for sure yeah at least get a couple big pieces in mm-hmm. and i mean I'm, I'm really enjoying it yeah i'm noticing well now that it's set up like initially is a lot of work yeah, because you gotta price every single thing you're taking and we took a lot of stuff and even after we did the first initial uh setup I went home and I boxed, I took like two more boxes, but I was like, this is so much easier. Like right. price one box at a time, you yeah. take it up there, you're good. But uh, now that it's easier, I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. No, I mean, I spent about two weeks straight. Luckily, it was before it got super hot out in the <clears throat> barn pricing stuff. Mm-hmm. But now like I've got a box with like five things in it. Yeah. You just price, the, price those in 10 minutes and yeah, ready to go. A little bit at a time. Yeah. Yeah. And... We actually have two pieces of big furniture out there ready to go. Yeah. And so I guess we just need to clean them bookshelves out. Because mm-hmm. the thing is, we didn't take a lot of high furniture. <laughs> right. So one one side of the booth and the back wall is all the way to the ceiling pretty much. And then we got one little stretch on the other side that had some furniture, but it was all real low. So the higher we can get, the more stuff we can put right. in the booth, which that's always better. The more you got, the more you sell. Uh, did I talk about doing a consignment last week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, well, I don't. I always forget what you tell me and um, what we talk right, about on the yeah. podcast, so maybe not. I don't think I did. Anyway, I'll talk about it just in case I didn't. My, my bass player in my band hit me up a few months ago and asked me if I'd be interested in doing a consignment for his cousin. I said, give me some details. What has he got? He told me. I said, sure, yeah. A couple months went by, and the dude was just kind of getting everything. He had it all at his parents' house. He was getting it all together. So he finally sends me an email and sends me a picture. And it is action figures, toy cars from the 90s. Yeah, I've looked on your eBay, and you listed a ton of stuff yesterday. Yeah, I mean, I think it was over $1,000 worth of inventory in one day. Yeah, and, and that's, that's cool stuff. That's the main reason I said yes to it because it's all packaged. None of it's open. Super easy. You don't have to do any research. Barcode. Just scan the barcode, hit sell similar, and upload some pictures, and it's good to go. Yeah, that's the way to do it. Uh, and But the most depressing part of it is eBay this week has just been terrible. Really? Mine is still not as near as good, but there were there was one day where it picked up a little Mine bit. Mine never did. And it may just been because I had a really good sale that day. Yeah. But... It's still not great. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I listed over $1,000 worth of inventory yesterday, and I got three sales. Yeah. Yeah, normally when you list that much, especially new items, boom, you start selling. And the sales weren't like the high-priced items either. It was like the cheaper stuff. Yeah. It's like, we talked about that. It's the dog days right now, but the the amazing days are coming. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I'm I'm just, uh, you know, saving my money. I'll make it through this month. And then whenever it gets close to Christmas time, toys are going to be flying out the door. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. That's the perfect thing to have in your store for Q4. Uh So, man, I need to find a toy guy. (laughs) You remember at the end of uh, 40-Year-Old Virgin? And they're getting married at the very end. Uh And uh, the the guys in the crowd, uh, him and his wife are sitting there, and she's like, how'd they afford this wedding? He sells his toys. (laughs) We got to get some toys. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I will say, this guy, when I picked up the stuff, I think we've already talked about this. I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast, but had uh, like four or five binders full of baseball cards. Yep, yeah. And uh, you had told him, I'm the guy. You're the guy. <laughs> so we'll see. He's already making some sales, and that's pretty quick for 
a new consignment, so he'll probably be happy with it. Yeah, as long as you make him happy and then you work squeeze me into the equation yeah, somehow. I'll try my best. And you never know. Like with with cards, we we talked about cards quite a bit on mm-hmm. here, but I don't know if we've talked about how baseball cards can a lot of people collected them in the nineties. They were super hot and they cost a lot of money back then, but the that value of those things have they're basically and I say they're worth nothing, but there are some from the 90s that are valuable. Right. But most of them, it literally are worth the paper they're printed on. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. It's crazy. Well, and that that's kind of my fear with his stuff is because all of his toys were from the 90s. I'm yeah. imagining all of his cards are from the 90s. And he's a young guy. Like right. your age, probably. Uh, I think he he's probably closer to your age than yeah. my age. Even then, that's still... Yeah. Like, I was born in 83, but I didn't start collecting cards till like 89, 90, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So it's probably all 90s, but you never know. Some people got into it and they went back, went back, you know, either that or they got like their uncles or dad's stuff right. and that got them into it. And, you know, so maybe he's got some older stuff, yeah. which would be cool. Yeah, we'll see. And who knows how long he collected, because if he collected further into, let's say, the early 2000s mm-hmm. and later into the 2000s, then we can maybe have some good value in yeah so we'll see we'll see uh so far i have learned that uh toy cars are almost impossible to find anything valuable oh you mean like hot wheels and stuff yeah i mean he had tons of model i mean even like the bigger models that are like super fancy and stuff and they're like 20 bucks yeah but, but yeah, I think you're right on that. I found stuff like that in Goodwills and things like that. And mm-hmm. every time you look them up, you're like, ah, 20, 25. Yeah. So there are a few. There's exceptions right. to everything, just yeah. like cards and everything. But no, and he even had like this Hot Wheels. It was like a 25th anniversary, and it was like the normal card inside of another box that was like a commemorative 25th anniversary. And I saw that and I was like, this is like a hundred dollar car. I looked yeah. it up, two dollars. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know the Hot Wheels game well enough to... It really just seems like it's red line, but not even all red line. Right, I've had a couple that weren't worth nothing. Right, it's just got to be like the older red lines from like the 60s or earlier, I think Mm -hmm. is what it is. What about like, remember we've been talking about, it's been a long time, but that Hot Wheels, uh, it was like the group... You could join the Red Line Club. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know they do one every year, a limited one, that if you're in the club, you get. I think those have a little bit of value. Right, yeah. But there's probably just so few each year that are worth something, mm-hmm. you know? So. No, I mean, that he had Street Fighter action figures, uh, Akira action figures, some sure. Beatles action figures, and I saw those, and I was like, that's got to be worth something. Cheapest ones out of all of them. Yeah, those were probably made in like the 2000s. Huh? Yeah, it was. I think it was 99 or 2000. Yeah, if they were made when the Beatles were right. the Beatles, it yeah. would yeah. probably be super valuable. Uh, but my favorite, which weren't very valuable, he had some Austin Powers figures, too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I saw some in Dragon Ball Z's, too. Or no? Uh, yeah, he had some Dragon Ball Z stuff. Those, those are... That and the Akira stuff is probably the most valuable stuff. Yeah, a couple of the Street Fighter ones were pretty good. It's the anime stuff, man. People yeah. love the yeah. anime. Well, that's the Akira ones are definitely. There was one uh, Akira with her motorcycle, and that's like a hundred and thirty dollar toy. Yeah, yeah. Well, is that going in here? Or? It hasn't okay. sold or anything yet. Okay, so. I, th- I think you sold a motorcycle though, right? You'll see. Okay, <laughs> and I just spoil one. <laughs> no, we'll okay. talk about it. We'll All talk right, about cool. It. <laughs> I check on your stuff. 
I know. I know. <laughs> Sometimes I wait to post stuff till after we record the podcast. Yeah. But then I think oh, you'll just see it for next week's. Well, I look on your eBay store from time to time. Because I, I go through there and source, you know, I have my saved lists. Yeah, yeah. And you're on my saved list. Uh-huh. So I see when you post new stuff because I'm always curious that it, when you go to LaGrange, I'm like, I wonder what, what he <laughs> found this week. And I need to know before he does the podcast because it may be six days or whatever to right. do the podcast again. So I go through my list and I just see yours and I click it and I'm like, oh, okay, he got all this stuff. Yep. But I, I do seen the same all the thing. toys and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> God, Hard time keeping up this week. Yeah. Well, I think that's all I got on my notes. You got anything? Uh, I just paid for my beach trip for me and Jenna and the kids this uh, summer. Uh huh. All with my eBay account. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> that is what I'm talking about. You know, it makes me nervous. The two years ago when we did this, I think it was two years. Was it last year we went? Uh, it had been last year. It must have been because I think we. Yeah, I think we, we were, were already yeah, podcasting. We, yeah, stuff. we were. So. Last year, I did the same thing, same with paid for it through eBay or with my eBay funds and yeah. whatnot. But uh, last year, I remember saying when we got back, I was like, man, it killed my eBay store to be gone and put uh-huh. it on vacation mode. That makes me so nervous. Especially now that is, I mean, it hasn't been this bad. Maybe in a it's while. the best time to do it. Though. That's true. Since That's it true. Is slow. Yeah. Like, eh, I, t- I got four or five days off. Let's just put it on vacation mode. How are you going to make do. much anyway? You need to, like, so when, are, when is your trip? Uh, we leave July 27, come back July 31st. Okay. The whole week before, just go source. Don't post anything. And then when you get back, just post nonstop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm hoping while I'm down there, I could get a little bit of sourcing yeah. in, you know? Yeah. I've never done any beach sourcing. I'm sure it could yeah, be there cool. could be some cool stuff. Down I might there. come home with surfboards and who knows? Yeah. Fishing gear. Try shipping <laughs> a surfboard. Now, that'll be Marketplace or uh, Antique Booth. <laughs> who knows? There you go. There Somebody's been going to our antique booth and be like, hey, this stuff would do really well down at the coast. Yeah. <laughs> we got that dang dolphin table in there and uh-huh. everything, which has some interesting. I mean, rolling it in the first day we moved in, the people that own the antique store were like, what is that? I got to tell you, too. I went in there the other day and uh, Michael was asking me questions about our booth. Uh-huh. And uh, he said, uh, how much... To, uh, or he asked me what the what's the best I would take on the dolphin table, mm-hmm. and right now I have it at uh, thirteen fifty, mm-hmm. and I say, you know what, I'll I'll do nine hundred. He goes, okay, that okay, that sounds good. And he's like, I know what you paid for it, and I was like, wait a minute, how does he know what I paid for this thing? Uh, Davis Auctioneers that I buy from quite uh-huh. a bit. Um, I can't. I think his name's Caleb. Uh huh. As the son of the people that run that company, and he helps out a lot with it. I think. Okay. They moved in the same day we did. Oh, really? So he walked by my booth and he told Michael, he's like, I just sold that table to somebody <laughs> in an auction. <laughs> so he told him how much I paid for well, it. Well, I noticed whenever they were, so they were the ones in the U-Haul? Yeah, the younger guys. Okay. Uh-huh. Whenever they were bringing stuff in, it had the same tags on it for that, that estate sale stuff had. So I was like, oh, they must have got stuff out of the auction too. But Yep, they run it. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, That makes sense. So anything I buy from them and put in the antique booth is gonna yeah. be hilarious because I'm like, he just paid five dollars for that. He's got it in here for two hundred. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, whatever. That's incredible. That's amazing. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess let's get into the. It's it's the find of the week. Just tell us what you found. So this 
is big screen handheld poker. I found it at sealed. sealed. Found it in Lagrange for two dollars, and I always pick up like the handheld video games, especially if they're new sealed, because they're usually like twenty bucks. Yeah, this one for some reason is selling anywhere from sixty to eighty dollars. Very nice. I wonder why. I, I don't, don't know. I don't I, know if it's just like. They stopped making it, and some people really like it, or what? Yeah, I mean, poker was huge for a while. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. So I did the typical thing: scan the barcode, and you know, I'm getting ready to put 19.99 on it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "What in the world is happening?" <laughs> now the batteries are dead in this one, so I don't know if that hurts the value at all. But it's surely they're all dead because it's. it's I it's think sealed. Surely, like moisture couldn't even get in there and mess up right. the battery. Um, or whatever. I think it was made in 2005, so there's no way anybody Not even can, that old. Yeah. <clears throat> well, you got any watchers? Uh, no, but Not I just yet. listed it yesterday. Oh, so okay. We shall see. That's a good one. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. And then this next one. Oh, yeah. I saw you listed this. this. So this <laughs> was the thing that uh, was redemptive for Smithville. Okay. This is a Star Wars Darth Maul tie-dye t-shirt. From I'm gonna say like when that movie come out like 2001 ish somewhere around there is it a Screen Stars tag? No, it's a Star Wars tag. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. Um, which kind of confused me because I was looking at comps and stuff, and a lot of them had uh, not Screen Stars, uh, Toltecs maybe. No, something blue. I found one before. Oh, blue liquid. Blue liquid. Liquid, liquid blue. Liquid blue. Yeah. <laughs> And so I was like, oh, maybe this is like a reproduction or something. Mm-hmm. And I kept looking, and there were other ones that had the Star Wars tag. Yeah. Um, so I don't know what, what the difference is, but I paid, I'm sure, $2 or less for this, mm-hmm. and I have it listed for 130 Any watches on this one? Two watchers. Boom. And just that's listed it yesterday. That's good. Yep. That's a yep. high dollar shirt. Now I was sorting through, and I saw that, and I was like, this is wild. Anytime I see those tie-dye shirts, yeah, grab them. And this was a factory tie dye. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you find just some random tie dye that somebody <laughs> right. made, yeah, because you see that a lot now. Uh-huh. Uh, like I look on Mercari and uh, like those wrap tees. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are tie dyeing them. Yeah, and you know it doesn't make it worth anything. No. But the factory tie dye from back then, yeah, it's good stuff. All right. Well, I'm excited about this next one. <laughs> okay. So yeah, when I. I'll tell you a little story about it. Well, I'll tell you what it is. It's a Strider Core Strider Ride <laughs> bicycle. It's a nine-speed bicycle, but oh. it's not a regular bicycle. Right. It doesn't have a seat. Or and, regular pedals. Or regular pedals. The pedals are basically on rails, and those attached to gears, and it almost looks like a... Almost like a motorcycle a little bit because yeah. where the gears are, it's so wide, it looks like a tank. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, the pedals just ride up and down the rail. So essentially, you're stair-stepping or kind of like elliptical-type mm-hmm. motion to get this bike to move. <laughs> Have you tried riding it? No. The So when I was in Cedar Park, I went to work the other day. Some guy in town, he's an older guy, came by one of the stations when I wasn't at work. He tried to donate this to the fire department. <clears throat> and there's certain rules, you know, right. that you have to follow. And they're like, uh, maybe for one, like, we can't, like, we need stationary things for our gym. This right. is an actual bicycle kind of thing. 
And so probably for one, like we don't really want it. Right. But two, there's certain things you got to go through to donate to the fire department. Yeah. And so Patrick, my old buddy, he said, uh, you know, we can't take it, but I know a guy who will. <laughs> and so I had kind of forgotten about it. I've been busy and he texts me and he's like, hey, I told this guy about you, whatever. And, uh, you know, here's his number. Right. Well, I forgot about it. So I go to work and the guy calls me. And I'm like, hey, what's going on? He's like, hey, I came up here trying to donate the other day. I was like, oh, okay. And um, he said, uh, when can you meet me and pick it up? And he was telling me about it. He says, it's an elliptical bike. Right. I'm like, okay, it's an elliptical. Yeah. You know? And uh, so I meet him the next morning when I get off work and I pull up to the driveway. He's opening the garage and he walks out with his bicycle. And I was like, maybe he's just getting it out of the way. Right. I open the door and I see it's weird. I'm like, okay, that's it. I get excited, you know, because I'm like, this is crazy. Right. Never seen nothing like it. And he's so he's like, let me tell you, he's, let me show you how it works. Right. So he's showing me how to switch gears and the brakes, and he hops on it and rides it down the road. And I'm like, all right, doesn't look like you can get a lot of speed. Right. Looks like a pretty good workout. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then I took it home and uh, Barry saw it and he's like, let me try it out. So he rode it around the yard a little bit. I haven't tried it yet, but looks too much for me <laughs> i mean i'm sure it's not that hard at my house it's not gonna be easy because yeah. i don't have no concrete mm-hmm. but uh i'm sure if you had a nice flat surface it'd be okay to ride right. if you're trying to get a good workout mm-hmm. but anyhow the guy told me too he said um they only made about three thousand of these apparently the idea didn't take off too yeah. well <laughs> so i'm having a hard time doing getting comps on this right that's why i haven't even messed with it yet um as far as getting it posted, because I'm trying to get a price point. Mm-hmm. But I did find something the other day, and I don't know how legit it was, because I'm having a hard time. Can't right. find anything on it. Yep. But it said something like MSRP, like two grand. I'm like, okay, it's a good sign. Right. Now, will anybody buy used one of these things that apparently nobody wanted they want <laughs> right, at some yeah. point, you know? But the. Like if I were to hold on to this for thirty years, it one out of three thousand or so. Right. It may be the only one left yeah. in existence. One, but it's so weird that somebody might buy it just because it's so weird. And we live not far from Austin. Right. Everybody likes something different in Austin. Yeah. So I don't think I have a hard time selling it. I just gotta figure out a price point. But I'm gonna I think I'm gonna throw it on for a grand and yeah. just see what happens. Go for it. If I mean I'll be fine getting two hundred because I didn't pay a dime for it. The right. dude's like, I don't want any money. I just want to get it out of my garage. Yeah. All right. So we'll see what happens. It's an interesting, fun find, and who knows what I'll make off of it. Can't beat that. <laughs> if anybody knows anything about it, let me know. <laughs> or wants it. Yeah, anybody wants it, let me know. Hit us up. Okay. This was a goodwill find here. Uh I normally, you know, don't go through the button ups right. and collars. But when I see Hawaiian for some reason, it's you know it's just eye catching. Right. So I look and I'm like, man, this looks like legitimate vintage. Mm-hmm. And then I see the tag and I'm like, okay, now, I'm gonna butcher this right here. But it's a, I'm gonna say it's a Ui Makai. I'm gonna think? say Ui Makai. Okay, that that would be the brand, <laughs> and it's uh, made in Hawaii. Did a little research. They made these in the 60s and 70s. Okay. So it's it's super legit. It's in great condition. Uh, I think I paid either three ninety nine or five ninety nine. You know, one of those Goodwill T shirt prices. Right. And uh, I got it listed for fifty bucks. All right. And it's got a couple watches, so we'll see how it does. But it's just the old school brown, which is an interesting color for Hawaiian. Right. Shirt, but yeah. the flowers are crazy colors. Well, it definitely and yellows and definitely greens. has like a sixties and seventies. It does scream vibe. Vintage, yeah. Yeah. 
So it's a cool shirt. Not my style, but somebody's. <laughs> Money is your style. That is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into the. When you buy real low, but to sell real high, it's the sell of the week. So you may have thought I made a mistake putting this in here. Since we just did it last week, but no. It's Marble Madness. It's the Super Marble Works <laughs> this week. Uh, again, LaGrange fine. Uh, I did pay up for this one. The last one I paid a dollar for. This one I had to pay $2 for. <laughs> okay. <laughs> paid up for it. Uh, and it has everything it looks like. It has everything. It had less marbles, but I think the other one that had more marbles were some of them were like secondhand marbles that didn't okay, come with. Okay, they just doing some... Oh. Some, yeah, some random marbles. Uh, so this one had everything, listed it for 50 like I did the other one, and it sold for 50 within about a week or two. And yeah, two bucks into 50. Right on. Can't beat that. <laughs> and now you kind of spoiled it, but I can, <laughs> I can explain. <laughs> so this is a Curious motorcycle. I have two different one or uh, the guy had two different ones. Mm-hmm. There was this one, which is just a motorcycle. You could buy Akira, the figure, I think Canada, Canada, Can- Canada was the character's name that had a motorcycle. Okay. And you could buy the character and the motorcycle, or you could buy a set that had the character and the motorcycle together. So he had both. So just the motorcycle alone sold for 80 and I have the motorcycle and figure together listed for 130 Okay. So... The one you were talking about hasn't sold yet. Gotcha. This one sold. Gotcha. Um, I didn't spoil it too bad. No, 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 no. <laughs> didn't pay anything for this. This was a consignment, so I'll make uh, 50% off of the price after fees are taken out. So $70, I'll probably make around 30 ish. Yeah. She didn't Something pay a like dime. So didn't pay a dime. You just put in a little effort and there you yep. got 30 bucks for 10 minutes. Of, well, probably 20 minutes of your time. Uh, for that one, I, I mean, well, probably. That's super quick to list. Right. And super quick to ship. So, yeah. yeah. Maybe five minutes of your time. Take four pictures of it, scan the barcode, and yeah, throw it up. Right on. It's an easy one. Okay. Before before we talk about this one, okay. I just had a sale. All right. All Hit right. Cha ching. <laughs> Uh, I took an offer. I had it listed for 22, but it is a 1990 Beckett basketball magazine. Okay. With Michael Jordan on the cover. All right. Uh, sold it for 18 bucks just now. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. I need these sales to come in, so mm-hmm. I'm happy about that. Uh, back to my one of my sales of the week. Uh, this was a Goodwill find. These are vintage 90s guest jeans all right they're the baggy ones uh-huh and you remember back in the 90s if you look at the the leg cuffs i guess that's what you call uh-huh. it the bottoms you got the little everybody would cut mm-hmm. so it'd go around your shoe real yep. big you know so it already had the pre-cut you know i mean you ain't gotta do nothing just throw them on <laughs> they're ready to go, go. You're, you're ready to go to a 90s party <laughs> um but yeah 7.99 goodwill they sold for 50 bucks all right yeah. Uh, also, just some clarification on my last one for the audio listeners. It's not a real motorcycle. It's a toy motorcycle. <laughs> just thought I'd throw that in there. Yeah. If you sold a real motorcycle for 70, you got right. <laughs> yeah. So. 70 free shipping. <laughs> I recognize this, this one. You should. You should. This, I've had this for a while. Yeah. I bought this. Me and Colton actually did a clean out at this house, but before the clean out, we went to the estate sale. And the first day we went to the estate sale, we looked into books. Mm-hmm. And. I was like, there's got to be some valuable books in here. This house was stuffed full of books. Yeah, it's like library style. Yeah. Uh, I 
pulled a couple out. No good, no good. I pulled this one out, scanned it. Uh, it's pretty good. Yeah. And books with the hardcovers are three bucks. So mm-hmm. I paid three dollars. This is a Buster Keaton Remembered. It was a big coffee table book. Um, based on Buster Keaton. It's had pictures and little stories and stuff about All it. Right. Um anyhow, it's paid three. Uh had it listed originally for two fifty. Mm-hmm. Had some watchers. Nobody wanted to pay that much. Yeah. Uh I think it's one point I had a hundred and fifty dollar offer and I turned it down. Uh-huh. Um and I lowered it two twenty five. Still no buyers. Lowered mm-hmm. it to two hundred. I've had it for a while. Somebody offered me one fifty again. I was like, you know what? I paid three dollars. Yeah. It's a book. Boom. Let's Take get it. it out of here. Take so, it. Super happy about that one. The worst is whenever you get an offer and the product's been up so long, they're like, "All right, I'll take it," and then you accept the offer, and then you see all your previous offers. Oh, I know that we're higher than <laughs> that. you forget. You know? <laughs> yep, yep. You get to a state where you're like, "You know, I only paid a dollar for this. Sure, I'll take fifteen for it." And then you look through your offers, and you got like a fifty dollar offer. Yeah, earlier. <laughs> yeah. Like, so I wish you need to take that initial yeah. offer, but you think it like, usually comes in like the day you list it, and you're yeah. like, "No, I can get more than that." Exactly, because you're thinking they're trying to lowball me. Mm-hmm. So whatever, <laughs> you know, we, lessons we, learned, but really, are they learned? I don't know. No, I mean, I'll still do it all the time. Yeah, <laughs> you just got to take that gamble, see if you can get a little more out yeah. of it. Yeah, and then most of the time it pays off. Every once in a while, there's just some items that just don't move. Yeah, and some people are into that uh, fast nickel. Some people are into that slow dime. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of in the middle. Right. I'm happy with either one. It kind of depends on what my mood is every day. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, Speaking of which, uh, a good example of that is Wii's. Yeah. Uh, we found a bunch of Wii's recently, and they have just been sitting for me for some reason. Mm-hmm. And I sent out an offer on one for 65 and they accepted. And I looked, and I had like a $70 offer the day I listed it. Yeah. And I didn't take it. And I don't know what the deal with Wheeze is right now. Well, I'm sure the reason you didn't take it is because I just sold one like the day before for like $115 right. or something. Yeah. And, I mean, mine had the only difference. Mine had a manual, I think. Mm-hmm. I think just had the right buyer, I guess. Yeah. But. You, I guess you're thinking like somebody's gonna pay full price, which they've been going so fast. Right. But then all of a sudden, yours just bottom took a just nose dropped down. out. I still have one left. I sent that offer out on that one, and somebody accepted it. But I still have another one that has like I don't even know if it has any watchers on it. Crazy. Don't know what happened. Yeah, I don't know. Like for the longest too, like even the accessories were doing really yeah. well. And I know that when COVID hit, they were going nuts right. with them. But I had posted a just a little steering wheel for the Wii, mm-hmm. and all that stuff was just flying off shelves. I still have that. It's like nine ninety nine. I'm like, somebody's gonna buy this eventually. Yeah. But is for some reason that listing is stale. Well, that's whenever you asked me about controller for the Wii for your kids, mm-hmm. I was thinking, surely I do because I had posted a bunch of Wii stuff mm-hmm. and it was all selling and then it just stopped. So I was like, eh, I know I have some Wii stuff sitting around, but apparently that was one of the things that sold. Yeah, all I the never found. Yeah. yeah. So anyway. Be aware if you find any Wii's, get them either really cheap or don't get it at all because it's going to sit for a while. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, yeah, who knows? Who knows? Something about your listing that just didn't (laughs) didn't work, you know? Well, there's just so many of them. I think it just depends on when you list it and if a person's looking at it at the right time. Right. Because a newly listed item probably gets pushed up in the algorithm. Right. And yours has been sitting a while. So maybe it's like it's just in that little, uh, what do they call it, when you're between... Here in hell, you're uh, in purgatory. purgatory. Yeah, <laughs> you got listing purgatory. We purgatory right now. 
Uh, all right. Well, you got anything else you want to add? No, I'm ready to go check out this stuff over here. What time is it? It is 1.37. All right. So by the time we get done here, clean up a little bit, it'll be, we'll be ready to go. Sounds good. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in. You can find uh, us on Facebook and Instagram at The Resale Brothers. You can find my store on eBay at Fierce Inc. You can find Wes's at Westmart Unlimited. He is changing things up for us. I'm just keeping it simple for y'all. I'm Ooh. never going to hit it. That was, hit that was way closer than last week. <laughs> last so. week, uh, the mic got in my way. Yeah, sure. <laughs> All right. Thanks for tuning in. Leave a comment. Subscribe. We appreciate it. Yes, we'll we see do. you next week. Buy low, sell high, y'all. Amen. Amen.